What's up, everybody? Look, you and I both know that restrictive dieting, copious amounts of high-intensity exercise, and living like a social leper is no longer an acceptable approach to achieving and maintaining the body and health that you want for yourself and your family. We know this because we've been there. The good news is that we're here to show you that there's another way. The problem with how the fitness and health industry addresses obesity, or being overweight, or feeling like garbage is that all the experts tell you it's a food and exercise thing, when in reality, it's a mindset and prioritization thing. We spent nearly two decades in the trenches, learning, coaching, and perfecting real-world solutions to a real-world problem. Join us as we help connect people just like you with the information they need to live their best life possible. My name is Brian Sweeney. My wife, Jenny, and I will be your coaches on this journey. Welcome to the Amplify Network. All right. Hello. All right. What's going on, guys? So uh, if you've been tuning into the supplement series, <laughs> series, mini series, um, hopefully you guys are getting some value out of um, just some of the weird things we're talking about. We've talked about supplements before, but haven't really gone into super detail about why you should be taking it, what the benefits are. So if, you, if you're getting something out of this, yay, let us know. Um, we've got about a half a dozen more topics that we wanted to get into. Today, we're going to compress um, zinc, magnesium, and then just um, multivitamins in general. Why not, right? There are three small topics. <laughs> um, so we, we do a fair amount of um, supplement pushing um, with the online program and with the in-person stuff. Mm -hmm. And I know that a lot of folks, they decide to take supplements because it's recommended. Right. Um, but a lot of times we really skirt the whys, uh, the particulars about the individual. There's a lot of conversation that needs to happen. Um, you know, is it right for me? What about my food choices? What about my um, drugs that I'm taking already? Prescription drugs? You know, mm -hmm. what are the interactions? So it's a big question mark. Oh, absolutely. For a lot of people. So what do you what do you know or understand about? any of those. So zinc, magnesium, or multivitamins, like uh, typically when you're having a conversation with somebody, why would it be important? Mm -hmm. So I'd say for myself, um, I think I say this every show that I was not a big believer in supplements until I started taking them myself. Mm -hmm. And um, I think there is always just so much bad information out there. Um, and then a lot of, I'd say, trickery with different companies saying why you need supplements and, you know, you've got to package all these things together so mm -hmm. they can jack up the prices and everything that I never really understood it. And mine was, well, you know what, if I'm eating a healthy diet, I'm good to go. So what do I need? Well, what do I need any of these for? That's great. And mm -hmm. you, the key thing you just said was if I'm eating a healthy diet. Exactly. And if you if you want to get into the the hoopla mm -hmm. about the way our our farming is done now because this is the i think there's a band of us that exists in the we don't trust anybody of course mindset you know and it's of kind course. of the uh and i'll say it you know smaller government mm -hmm. more freedom um i'm not big on big um i understand that f agriculture the way it has to work to feed as many people as we have i understand that some things have to be compromised mm -hmm. um pesticides herbicides you know unless you're working with a specific very small farm you know, you don't know what's really going into your food. Mm -hmm. And where I'm going with this is if you end up over farming, 
a specific plot of land because you're supposed to rotate, right? You rotate crops, you give land a break to heal. Mm -hmm. But if you continually farm and draw nutrients out of the ground, the idea is you produce a less nutrient dense food. Correct. It's still a tomato, but it doesn't have the content. This was something I heard. Um, I think it was way back in my, when I first started in the Poliquin group, um, people were like, Hey, it's, it's sitting there and it's a potato, but it doesn't have a fraction of the micronutrients that it used to, mm-hmm. but we don't know any different. You know, it might t- taste similar, you know, it depends on how you cook it and whatever, but there was a study that was done. It was like, Hey, from 1930 to 2000, they're not even comparable mm-hmm. anymore. So when we talk about a healthy diet and a lot of people are like, Oh yeah, I don't eat out. And you know, I don't do fast food. The, the kind of, what do I want to say? The ignorance mm-hmm. of the way we think today, we associate, I eat healthy with, I don't eat fast food. Yes. And if it's you're buying neutral. everything agro farmed, you know, s- super industrialized farming and where it comes from and blah, 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 you're probably not balanced. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about, hey, if you eat in a balanced, um, if you're eating a balanced uh, nutritional plan, mm-hmm. then what are some of the other characteristics that you think? So what is balanced? Let's assume food was what it was supposed to be. What, would, what else would constitute balance in your mind? Well, it's funny. Before I knew any better, balance would mean that you're kind of following the old-fashioned pyramid. Like it's like, oh, oh every, you know what I mean? We got to do a show on that too. Yes. But like every meal you've got, you know, a, a good lean meat, you've got a veggie, you've got a starch. And you know what? Then I check my box and I can move on from there. Yep. And um, what I have found interesting enough is I always just like to share my experience with the supplements that I've done. And I got to be honest, taking a multivitamin, I just feel better overall. I don't even know how to describe it, but it's like my brain functions better. My body feels better. I'm more alert. I sleep better. I mean, there's just all of these things that line up and it's very easy for me to say it because I'm one of those until very recently, I would do supplements for a little while and then stop because I'm like, I don't need them anymore. And what I found is that when I have stopped, mm-hmm. they, I just don't feel as good, strong, alert. It's very difficult to quantify because if you're not consistent, and that's probably where you would say, I, I'll take them straight for a couple of weeks. <laughs> then I'm like, hey, I don't need these things anymore. Right. Um, we've said it before on different shows. If you're not consistent with taking something, mm-hmm. don't buy it. Yes. Um, you're wasting your money. Yes. Um, there's no supplement that can do better for you than a good night's sleep mm-hmm. also, right? So if you only sleeping three, four hours a night and you're smoking three packs of Marlboros and drinking every day. Don't want, don't worry with the supplements, you know, go (laughs) take care of your own back, take care of everything else before you get into that. Um, but the idea that we need to take something consistently over a period of time, we're talking about trace amounts that are in most vitamins, right? Mm -hmm. And supplements. So you're not going to get enough to completely recharge the body in a day. Of course not. It takes time. And then what's working against you is that let's talking about multivitamin. If you're taking a multivitamin and then you go to the gym and you sweat your butt off Mm -hmm. a lot and you're not eating well, Mm -hmm. you're probably not even close to refilling the deficit that your body's experiencing. Absolutely. No, you're not going to die immediately with a a zinc deficiency, (laughs) right? right? So we can go along and fake the funk and um, eventually, you know, you'll just start to break down, Mm -hmm. but there's no real telltale. Um, Now, when you look at uh, certain causalities that happen with deficiencies, you can look back and be like, ah, okay, I can kind of see how these are related. Definitely. And we've talked on other shows, the whole point of doing something health and fitness wise is to pursue 
1% areas of improvement. Mm-hmm. And if this is one of them, it's like, get your levels up. Instead of having to worry about eating the rainbow, which is when we talk about eating healthy, you're supposed to have something, different colors on your plate, Mm -hmm. um, rotate your food sources, rotate your foods. Mm -hmm. um, And then, oh, by the way, you want to create something that still tastes good, that Mm -hmm. doesn't have GMOs in it, and it's not full of pesticides. And, oh, crap, I missed the farmer's market, so I'm buying shit at Walmart, which I don't know where they get their stuff, but Mm -hmm. it's not normal that it's that cheap. you know. Mm -hmm. So I'm always suspicious of... How do you produce a good product, super cheap in right. bulk like that? Um, so you're not eating, you're not rotating the colors. Mm-hmm. You're not finding f- different food sources. It's easy to assume you're not eating probably t- well enough to cover everything. Absolutely. And then uh, part of our problem now, it, well, this is the the beauty of packaging and shipping in a um, agricultural distribution system is that you get to eat foods that aren't native to you. Yeah. Like we have pineapples because we're not in Hawaii, so we don't typically have access to them. Well, when you start looking at um, seasonal deficiencies in foods because you don't have local access, Mm -hmm. that also is going to kill the idea that, well, I'm only eating local, you know, and I'm only going to eat what's produced here. Well, then you're going to miss out on a lot of shit unless Absolutely. you do canning. Absolutely. Um, which who the hell's, if you got time for canning, you got time to go to the, you know, the farmer's market. So what are you doing? Um, so hopefully that brings us kind of to the, uh, the precipice here. What we want to talk about is a couple uh, critical um, nutrients that we want to talk about. So um, we're talking about micronutrients, micro being your vitamins and minerals. The two we kind of talk about the most is magnesium and zinc. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason the conversation keeps coming up a lot is, um, well, I keep not trying to play stump the chump with you, yeah. but what's one of the big reasons we always recommend supplementing with magnesium? For sleep. Sleep. So um, That's why I started with it. We're not doctors and, you know, we're not prescribing and we're not, we can't treat. So that's not where we're coming from. But it just so happens that a lot of research points to if you have sleep disturbances, sleep mm-hmm. problems that magnesium is one of those things that's required to create the chemicals that you need to fall asleep and stay asleep. Absolutely. So if somebody's coming up like, oh, I sleep like shit, dude, let's get your magnesium going. Exactly. And magnesium is, of course, you know, anytime we talk about supplements, magnesium is found in the body. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you had mentioned, you know, sweat, I think a little bit earlier, you sweat out those things. So it only would make sense that you would supplement to put them back in your body. And if you are an excessive sweater, I'm a, I'm a pretty gross sweater. (laughs) Like if I have trouble sleeping and I'm an excessive sweater and I don't replenish magnesium, I could be in a lot of trouble. You start seeing things break down. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. And it's just magnesium, I think is, correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's the first supplement I tried. I think it's the first one that I started with when you started talking to me about supplementation and I was like, you know what? Yeah, you I had, should probably jump on board with you this. You had sleep problems. Yeah. Um, and there's different, you know, different neurotransmitters and there's, you know, when we're talking GABA and melatonin and cortisol management, there's all, there's tons of things that go in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're just looking for a cheap and easy way to start investigating, yep. Magnesium is easy. Um, yeah. And of course, like magnesium can be found in food, like we talk mm-hmm. about all the time. But if you are, you know, let's say you're working within a calorie goal or whatever it is, by adding those additional foods in there, sometimes you could be working against maybe other goals you have. Whereas if you can just supplement with, you know, a capsule or a powder mm-hmm. or powder in a capsule, then you're not taking away from actually chewing what I would call food that will sustain you maybe a bit longer. Correct. And did you have a list of some of those foods? Um, There's pumpkin seeds, nuts, whole grains, and my least favorite word on the planet, 
legumes. Legumes. Um, I think leafy greens are also good. And then, like you said, depending on your calorie restrictions, I think uh, magnesium is pretty big in dairy. Absolutely. Yes. Yes, right. yes, All right. So now one of the other big things, and we've, we'll talk briefly about this. We're not going to jam all this time on magnesium. But um, milk of magnesium. Mm -hmm. So when we're talking about moms, so usually it's for upset stomachs and gastro problems. So magnesium usually helps. Um, Yeah. So pay attention to what's in there. It's magnesium. So if you're also experiencing digestive problems, magnesium deficiency could be part of it. But it also can help alleviate some of the problems that people are experiencing. You're so smart. Mm. (laughs) Can I get that in writing? Never. Um, Now, we're not going to go over the different forms. So... There's several several different types of magnesium, mm-hmm. and they're all um, they all had different uptake abilities. So they're all they're all uh, they absorb better than others. Um, typically, we will defer to a, a chelate. So we're looking more at, at a magnesium blend, something that's got uh, three to four, two to three different types of elemental magnesium. Mm-hmm. The idea being you're not supposed to take more than 250 milligrams at a pop or it can start to cause digestive issues. Mm -hmm. So you'll end up seeing loose stool, diarrhea, that kind of thing. You'll know when you're taking too much magnesium (laughs) because it's like a, you know, a diuretic. You'll start going to the bathroom more. But when you blend it up with different absorbent levels and different types, you can take a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Um, So you can get... uh, some additional magnesium to offset the magnesium that you're losing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So and I think just along that side note mm-hmm. is, um, you know, when people talk to us about magnesium, sometimes if it is out of stock from the only sources that we like to work with, mm-hmm. we do go to other ones. So sometimes for us, it's like if we're, you know, if we have to ship overseas or somewhere, sometimes in the area where they can be shipped, there is only one alternative. So I have told people it's better to take some magnesium than nothing. Mm-hmm. If you don't have access to that incredible blend. Oh, brilliant. Um, now of the different types, so we've got um, magnesium gluconate, which is the highest bioavailable all the way to magnesium oxide, which is the least, mm-hmm. it, even though it's got more magnesium per pound per weight, not per pound, um, it's the least absorbable. Okay. So if you're looking at a supplement and it's got a particular elemental type in it, mm-hmm. um, it might be like, oh, this is a really cheap magnesium supplement, but you're going to find uh-huh. out it's like oxide. And you're taking something that isn't readily bioavailable. Gotcha. So that's where the sketchy companies get in is they give you more of the things that are cheaper because mm-hmm. they're not absorbed as well. And they're more prevalent, I guess. Of course. Um, but some, real quickly, so magnesium oxide, citrate, chloride, hydroxide, and glyconate. Mm-hmm. Um, there are different kinds, but again, and it's a blend. And let's real quick just cover uh, how much mm-hmm. should you be taking. So. This is what's interesting. Uh, you have to kind of factor in your food. So if you're doing um, a fair amount of food tracking, nutritional mm-hmm. tracking, most trackers have the ability to, um, you can track um, micronutrients as well. Okay. So you'll see magnesium and zinc and um, vitamin D. You'll see everything pile up in your reports. Mm-hmm. Um, so daily intake uh, for males, you're looking at, and this is 30 to 50 years old ishish. Uh, 420 milligrams a day. Mm-hmm. Um, women, same age group, 320. Mm-hmm. It goes up or down by 20, depending on the decade that you're in. But again, factor in food, figure out what's coming in. If you're not eating a ton of leafy vegetables, if you're not going in nuts and seeds, you might be low. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, when you start getting into the higher levels and you, if you're worried about toxicity poisoning, you'll start seeing signs, mm-hmm. cramping, diarrhea. Magnesium's an easy one to tell. Um, I'm, back in the day when I was in the Poliquin world, 
we used to heavily over recommend everything. I mean, it was like times two. It's like get the body fully saturated as fast as possible. He got a ton of shit for that. So mm-hmm. that was um, quickly frowned upon because of how kind of careless the approach was, was just drown them in it and then thin it out and go down to the, the one serving. Then people were working from their toilets. <laughs> <laughs> he told me to take more. Um, <clears throat> so we are looking. Now, interestingly enough, even though the recommended uh, amount for males 30 to 50 is 420, mm-hmm. the clinical study for sleep is over 500. Uh. So where they get this RDA, this recommended daily allowance, um, it's hit or miss. And it's... I'm, this doesn't have it, um, the resource that I was looking for today, but typically it's also by weight. Mm-hmm. So there used to be a specific amount of height, weight, then this much magnesium. So obviously the numbers we're talking about here, they're way too loose because if you're a 300 pound person, you're going to need more magnesium than a 200 pound person or than a hundred pound female. Of course. So uh, these are guidelines. Pay attention to the biomarkers and the feedback you're getting from your body. Mm-hmm. Um, again, if you're a heavy sweater, you're going to be deficient. Mm-hmm. If you don't do a lot of foods that have your electrolytes and minerals and salts in them, you're going to be deficient. Mm-hmm. So take that with a grain of salt. Absolutely. And still circling back to magnesium. I mean, I only started taking it because of sleep issues. And so if mm-hmm. that's, it's definitely something to consider over the, uh, the prescription drugs people try to put on us. No doubt. Um, now something else that's interesting because uh, a lot of conversations that come up with um, how much do I take? When do I take it? The timing, nutritional timing. What is difficult for adults is to carry around a pill box all day long for the mm-hmm. optimal time to take it. So mm-hmm. typically the recommendation is take most of them with food, mm-hmm. right? The big thing that we'll keep outside of the recommendation is um, uh, like your probiotic mm-hmm. because we want to make sure that the, there's not an excessive amount of stomach acid that's going to appear when you're eating your breakfast. So typically we're like, take your probiotic separate. But mm-hmm. um, one of the absorption issues, if you're experiencing, you're taking um, magnesium and you're not absorbing it. And the only way you're going to know is blood serum. So check your blood levels, figure out how much magnesium you have in your system. But um, too much calcium-rich foods can interfere with magnesium uptake. So if you're doing a lot of calcium-rich breakfasts and you know foods, and that's when you're taking your vitamins, it's going to work against you. Oh, that's interesting. Um, D deficiencies can also have an effect on magnesium as well. So there was uh, some studies that I was looking at where uh, magnesium uptake, which can be affected by calcium uptake, which is affecting vitamin D. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's say you're talking to a doctor and the doctor's like, oh my God, your D's are low. Let me put you on a 50,000 milliliter, you know, um, I don't remember what the measurement is for magnesium or for vitamin D, mm-hmm. but they're not looking at your magnesium mm-hmm. and they're not looking at your calcium and they're seeing that there's, they're looking at all those kind of uh, cofactors yep. that one depends on the other, shouldn't be around the other. Yep. So um, if someone's just hammering you with take this and take a shit ton of it, and you're still having absorption problems, there's other things going on. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I just dealt with that with somebody. Oh, see? It yeah. happens. Yeah. Uh, um, eating raw vegetables over cooking them also can help uh, with magnesium magnesium absorption. And then smoking, I guess, creates greater um, magnesium deficiencies. Hmm. So something along the line of while you're destroying yourself, you're also destroying your mineral deficiency or your mineral levels as well. Wow. That's terrifying. Isn't that fun? Yeah. So another reason to stop smoking. <laughs> I know. Um, last thing also is that low magnesium levels have been associated with cardiovascular disease. So if you're chronically low, um, is it the chicken or the egg? Is it because you're low that leads to CBD or you have CBD and that's why you're losing calcium? Yeah. Um, the levels are relevant in either direction. Oh, that's interesting.
All right. So zinc is, is not going to be one of the most sexy things to talk about. <laughs> um, and again, we recommend it for guys. Well, there's two big reasons right now. Um, one, women still produce testosterone. Mm-hmm. Um, zinc is still um, a cofactor in hormone production. So typically um, when we're seeing clients with um, ridiculously low testosterone, and again, we don't treat, we don't diagnose, and we don't um, prescribe. But when a client comes in, we point them to research that says, oh, by the way, um, if you're ridiculously low on certain hormones, um, it just let me show you this study. Zinc has shown to be uh, deficiencies in zinc are shown mm-hmm. to be one of the um, issues with hormones. Right. Now, interestingly, and this gets into the, the, the type of medical system that we have now, when we're looking at critical care versus preventative care, mm-hmm. the U.S. healthcare system is critical care. You, when you go in for your health checks and you're getting all your blood work done, if you fall within those statistical norms, you are not in need of medical intervention. You do not your critical care is not needed in that time. Mm-hmm. So if you're at the upper or close to the very bottom ranges on things, you're going to be like, well, that's the standard norm. So mm-hmm. we'll see in a year. And what they're waiting for is for those results to pop either on the high end or the low end that puts you into the critical care management category. Oh, hey, now the insurance companies are, um, that now we can start billing them. Now we can start paying attention to these things. And this is why it's so important over, um, you know, as many of your adult years as possible, you want to have uh, blood work done, get your checkups because it starts to show the statistical trend for you. If you go to the doctor and over the course of the last four visits, over the last four years, you see that zinc is declining every year. Mm-hmm. You start to recognize, shit, it's not just that I'm not eating zinc rich foods. There could be something else going on that's not working for me. And those findings are going to correlate with things like low testosterone, low hormone production, mm-hmm. low hormone production, uh, low immune system response. So without that information, people rely on critical care and thinking it's preventative care right. and it's not. Right. There are a lot of uh, women I've spoken to that have gone on uh, birth control to try to help with PMS symptoms. Yeah. And they are now tying women who have low zinc to women who have stronger, I'd say, <laughs> become a little bit more demented with uh, PMS. So a lot of women are putting- As an indicator. Isn't that crazy? That's so fantastic. women are going on birth control that mm-hmm. it's not like birth control is a zinc supplement. There's a bunch of crap in it. Um, but they're going on birth control to help with the symptoms of PMS when it could easily just be that they need to go on zinc. So you, okay, so let me make sure I understand what you're saying. So people, women that are on birth control, they're experiencing deficiencies in zinc. Yes. And part of what you're saying is a worse cycle experience. So going through the cycle process, there's a there's a worse experience for the for the female for the client. Yes. And they're tying it back to zinc deficiency. They're tying it back because of the birth control. So with or without birth control, what they're Uh, doing is saying, oh, there's, you know, obviously you've got symptoms of PMS that are worse than, you know, we'll say a a normal woman, whatever that means. They're putting them on birth control. Nobody is looking at hormone levels, especially zinc going, wait a minute, you're low in zinc. And I don't know if it's a, I mean, we never know what the reason is. It might just be they aren't, they don't know to look for that. So you've got women. You're talking about the medical community? Yes. They, they treat the symptom. Yes. So you've got women going on birth control, even women heading into like perimenopause or menopause, staying on birth control 
for PMS symptoms. When the symptoms that, can be treated by... By a zinc supplement. There you go. Yeah. So in one of the programs that I'm in, um, it talks more about uh, don't treat the paper. You're talking about treating the client. So mm-hmm. you want to look for correlation. You want to look for um, signs, the investigative process. Mm-hmm. Um, what that's meant to do is to show you a bigger picture. So not only is is she experiencing you know, worse flow, worse cramps, worse this, mm-hmm. worse that, it doesn't just mean that biologically that is your sentence. Correct. It could mean that there's other things going on. But that's what the medical industry, if you do this and you're listening and you're in the medical thing, good for you. It's mm-hmm. not normal. Mm-hmm. Um but critical cares when they start to go into action. But so prescribing zinc, not prescribing, ooh, let me back up. Doctors, I don't know any doctors that really prescribe zinc. They'll mm-hmm. go right to hormone therapy. Right. So you're going to go on uh, TRT, testosterone replacement therapy. Mm-hmm. Oh, your T's low? Well, then to hell with everything else that can contribute to that. Let's just give you a cream and a needle and then let's just pursue exactly. it. Because what the doctor wants to see is, well, look at that. Your total and free testosterone have changed. I've chemically manipulated those numbers. But everything else that creates testosterone is gone or dead or missing, and they don't address it. Mm-hmm. But zinc, most of them, I, I'm still waiting to meet them. But the um, <laughs> but zinc is one of those things that if we'll show them the research and be like, hey, check it out. If you're struggling, zinc is gonna mm-hmm. zinc creates the atmosphere where your body can produce the hormones it needs to get those levels up on their own. Here's research one, two, three. Go do Absolutely. your own. Go do your own study. Yeah. And that's it with all supplements that we have talked about or will talk about is you said it, you know, it's just making those small changes to make your body function and brain function in a better, more efficient way. Mm -hmm. And so any small thing, like to me, it's like, ladies, go get your zinc level tested. And if it's low and you, you choose, I'll get off the birth control thing in a minute, but if you choose not to then stay on birth control or go on it, what if zinc's the answer for you? Where do you think the medical industry is going to make more money on prescribing somebody zinc or birth control? Well, zinc's, zinc is cheap. There That's you, all I'm going to say about that. Well, there you go. So, all right. So some of the real big things we'll cover on zinc, um, unless you've got something else. So Mm-mm. it's essential nutrient. Nope. Your body cannot produce it. You only get it through food or external um, sources. So mm-hmm. supplementation. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the big things it's responsible for, zine expression, enzymatic functions. That just means when your body goes to do something, it's... It, takes nutrients Mm -hmm. and it needs those nutrients to be able to do that task. So Mm -hmm. let's say, um, lose weight, create hormones. I mean, zinc isn't responsible for hormones. Zinc is a piece of the hormone process. Mm -hmm. So that piece is an enzymatic function. Immune is huge. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't have enough research and I don't have enough experience to talk about the association with zinc deficiencies and negative COVID outcomes. So if you don't eat right and you don't supplement and you create a greater opportunity for those um, one of the cytokine storms. I mean, mm-hmm. that's what ends up, it's an inflammation uh, reverb where your body just responds so negatively to what's going on that you kill yourself. Right. Um, but zinc, people that are deficient, they're showing that that is such a crushing thing with the immune system. Oh, yeah. um, and they're also with uh, zinc, just like magnesium. Um, I did not know until I started looking up um, some of the details on zinc that you also sweat zinc out. Mm. So I was like, oh. Water soluble. Um, Fancy. So immune system, immune function, protein synthesis, DNA synthesis, wound healing. So if you're uh, dealing with uh, surgery or um, uh, cuts, scrapes, Mm -hmm. I don't know the extent of it, but if your zinc is low, you're going to heal slower. Mm -hmm. So that's also if you're coming off a surgery, they don't ever prescribe. um, They give you what? Painkillers. 
there's not a whole lot of nutritional follow-up to say, hey, eat these foods that are rich in zinc, do this, do this, do this, right. and we'll expedite your healing process. We also know that you can eat to encourage inflammation and you could eat to reduce inflammation. Yes. I don't talk about that either. Yeah, you're um, absolutely right. And then growth and development. Mm -hmm. All right. So the other, other big thing, well, we can talk just for a sec. I want to make sure we touch on the uh, foods with zinc as well, since we went through it. magnesium. Okay. Go ahead and so hit. Um, while magnesium was, you know, the seeds, grains, and legumes, legumes. Um, zinc is in meat, seafood, and eggs primarily. So completely on the flip on the flip side. So, well, and guess what happens if you've got issues with eggs? Yeah, you're probably losing out. People don't eat fish three times a day, exactly. Unless you're, you know, an islander. I wish. Now, some of the the dosage with zinc, and again, if you're eating a lot of zinc rich foods, and you're taking a multivitamin, and you're taking a zinc supplement, the while they can sit there and say, oh, you shouldn't exceed forty grams a day. I believe it's forty is the dosage. Um, what isn't taken into account is uh, demands mm -hmm. for those enzymatic functions, mm -hmm. age, sweat, activity level, uh, gender, those things don't come into it. So with a generic assignment of 40 grams per day, mm -hmm. again, if you're tracking it, great, but um, most people aren't. And you're probably looking at um, 40 to 50 grams, depending on what your biology needs or demands. Mm -hmm. uh, they're talking that perhaps um, you might get into some poisoning when you're when you're exceeding 60 grams a day, and I think that's for an extended period of time. So you've got to really be really taking too much. Um, you're supplementing heavy, you're multivitamin heavy, your food is heavy, and then after eight to ten weeks, you might start to see some toxicity poisoning. Something might start pushing back, um, but there's a there's a lot that has to happen. Oh yeah, and they say to look for signs like if you if you start if you if you might be overdoing it on zinc. I can't talk today. Mm -hmm. um, you'll have signs of nausea, perhaps vomiting. So again, you're not going to over supplement, pop into the hospital and find out a bunch of things are wrong. You're going to see some signs. Sure. And so if you're, if well, a couple of things, fun, interestingly with zinc, um, I had a buddy that when he got sick, all this dude did was pop zinc pills and oh, he took so much that it made him sick worse. Um, thinking oh, it's horrible. an immune booster, but they got so compulsive about taking them that it ended up having a negative effect on them. But not only are you going to experience appetite issues, diarrhea, cramps, nausea, vomiting, a lot of the stuff that sounds like magnesium, mm -hmm. um, but you can also um, obliterate your copper stores. So copper levels, copper levels can drop over extended periods of time of too much zinc. So you can start doing more um, dest uh, destructive things to your body mm -hmm. instead of just seeing the, uh, the biological pushback or the feedback that you're getting from exceeding that amount. Um, you're going to start to deplete different stores, mm -hmm. which that can be, you know, an issue as well. There's so much information. It's awesome. Supplements. So we were, we were talking earlier and I was like, Hey, what do you want to, anything that you're really excited about talking? Jenny was like, well, supplements. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, the, the last one's a bit exciting for me, not you. So I think I might be the only one that really gets off on. Well, we did a supplement show a long time ago where we went over the foundational supplements that we mm -hmm. recommend. And I think in that you said they were sexy. They're f I, I love still it. haven't. I'm still not there. I always <laughs> try to figure out something to learn every day. And even though we're just, we're not touching on it enough, um, do some reading. I'll put a mm -hmm. couple articles to things that we were looking at for sources in here. Um, in particular, COVID. Now, something with uh, zinc. If So your taste buds are affected by zinc. Um, and you, what people might not, might not notice or might not know that the more you deplete, um, zinc stores in your body, you're not going to taste things the same anymore. You're actually going to lose, 
um, a lot of that sensory input that comes from eating great foods. Oh, interesting. There's a zinc test. So if you get the, there's a liquid zinc tester. Um, the idea is you take an ounce of this, put it in a little cup and consume that. You're not swallowing it, but you're swishing it around in your I mouth for a minute. Um, and then when you spit it out, it should taste like metal. It mm-hmm. should taste horrible. Um, that indicates that because your taste buds are so sensitive and responsive, you can taste the metal in the zinc liquid. Um, but if you taste nothing but water, supposedly you are highly deficient. Mm-hmm. And you can tell that if you can't even pass the taste test on what that is, um, all those enzymatic functions that we talked about, the 300 of them, not the individual, they're going to suffer as mm-hmm. well. And I don't, I've never read or seen anything like, are there enzymatic functions that take priority over others if there's a mm-hmm. deficiency? Probably. Um, is testosterone probably at the bottom of the chain? Sounds like it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't ever completely lose taste. So you got to figure that some of the zinc's kept there for that sensory while testosterone production might decrease. It's craziness. It's great. And of course, it's going to be um, case by case based on the individual. So it might not even be consistent across the board. Um, all right. So magnesium roll up, zinc roll up. Now we'll touch. Huh? Mm-hmm. The multivitamin. That's right. We'll talk mm-hmm. briefly about a multivitamin. Um, the only thing that I have to say on those, when you look at something like Centrum, mm-hmm. so it's the one-a-days and the Centrums, and they make them for the silver-haired people. You know, they even got like a silver like color to them. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this is for you. The reason that's so fucking scummy mm-hmm. is because what that thing doesn't take into account, if you're a couch riding, couch riding, you know, p- potato head, mm-hmm. and you don't do anything all day, Centrum might be great for you. But the thing doesn't factor in when it assumes you don't eat at all because they keep the dosages so low that they they can't obviously put something else that's going to create toxicity poisoning in their people to take it. Mm-hmm. So the way they get around that is they just produce such a low trace amount product that of course. nobody gets hurt. Of course. Um, but they the, get to check their multivitamin box. That's right. And mm-hmm. how much do you freaking pay for it? Um, and when they talk about multivitamins being the scam in the industry, it's probably one of the biggest. Um one, the, the, the idea that you can fit a recommended daily allowance in a hard, scratchy, crunchy pill mm-hmm. for a 65-year-old man that's active in triathlons, weightlifting, you know, he's healthy, everything's working the way he wants it to, um, hormones are on point, to, th- to think that that one thing is going to make up the gap and what that person's experiencing with their nutrition, mm-hmm. their activity level, their genetics, their gender, their age, and then here's this one stupid pill that's going to get it done. It right. doesn't. Right. Um, so when you turn these things over, while you might see supplements for him or for her, they're just slightly higher in silly things that mm-hmm. are meant to be, you know, they're going to encourage a little bit more hormone balance right. in the sex uh, of that person, but it's still nothing that's going to take into account like their activity level. Mm-hmm. You know, are they lethargic? Are they 200 pounds? Are they 95 pounds? Those things aren't taken into consideration. So we've always kind of followed the paradigm that we're looking for something that greatly exceeds RDA. Always. Um, where that's going to be a concern is that there, if you're on prescription medications, certain minerals and vitamins can interfere with the absorption rate of prescription meds. So right. you can't just willy-nilly just go start pounding uh, high doses of shit because it could reduce the effect of some um, prescription drugs mm-hmm. that you need to survive. Mm-hmm. So before you go on a multivitamin um, regimen or you're looking at adding zinc or magnesium, you need to go to your doctor. Hopefully he's not just, you know, some prescribed Nazi, you know, where the dude's like, I am king, prescriptions rule, 
get all, you know, if it wasn't for me and my intervention, you'd be dead kind right. of a guy. Um, we work with a local doctor that's, uh, he's very holistic. Let's find the natural yeah. route first. Yep. So if you've he's got, amazing. if you've got someone that you have their ear and you can say, Hey, I'm, I want to take this because this is what I've read and this is what I've learned. Mm -hmm. And I want to naturally try to increase my testosterone. Mm -hmm. Is it going to affect my um, thyroid medication? Right. Have the conversation because it will affect mm -hmm. some of the um, uptake on, on the prescription drugs. Mm -hmm. The water soluble vitamins versus uh, fat soluble. It's always the fat soluble that are going to be regulated in low. So you're not going to find you know, AED and K. You're not going to find um, a 2000 times over recommended daily allowance of vitamin D because mm -hmm. they, they're not going to do that. It's mm -hmm. stored in fat, um, which means over time you can get to toxicity levels. Mm -hmm. The water soluble stuff have at it, you know, 1500 times, 2000 times over because one, you'll start seeing things like diarrhea, cramping. You'll get those immediate notifications that you're taking too much, but you sweat them out. Right. You use them all day long. Right. You excrete them, you sweat them, they go. Um, but for the people that we work for, you know, they train really freaking hard mm -hmm. and they're active as hell. Um, so we want to push them to the higher level of the multivitamin world. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think it's been, I think it's the fun part of supplements has been over the years, seeing what people are taking and have them switch to a better product mm -hmm. and just watch the changes with them and then hear them talk about them, you know, taking the Centrum for years and then switching to one of our recommendations. And it's like, whoa, just like with me, it's like, I feel better. I look better. Why it's, yeah. what's happening with me when you think it's, it's like, well, I'm just making the switch to, you know, and it's not just a switch. Yeah. So, uh, like a good, sometimes it's a separate supplement, but like if you look at something like a methylator, so people that don't process folates well are going to have issues with vitamin B mm -hmm. and there's all different types of B and B when you take enough of it, helps with energy production. Mm -hmm. um, so to take a regular vitamin that doesn't have a uh, methylator in it, and you might need a methylator because you don't process folates well, you're, you're never going to really recognize the benefits of taking all that extra B6 and B12 and everything else. But when you have something built into it, then it's there. It right. doesn't hurt you to take the methylator. It just, it's more for the people that don't know about it. Um, they don't process their folates well, and then all of a sudden they get it like, holy shit. Most people, I think, have a methylation problem. Mm -hmm. um, but without going to your doctor and nailing it down, but shit, one's, no one's going to tell you that. You know, hey, Jen, on your last uh, labs, <laughs> I noticed that, you know, you don't methylate well. You know, you got you have folate issues. Let's get into this. I wouldn't even know what to do. They might go into it because some critical incident came up, and mm -hmm. they're like, holy shit, you're busted, and we've spent weeks trying to figure out what's wrong with you. Right. It might be this. That's the only time they're going to talk about it. Mm -hmm. Um Last thing worth noting is uh, there is we put zinc and magnesium together today in this show for no other reason except those are the two we talk about a lot. Mm -hmm. But there is a product out there called ZMA. Um, mm -hmm. It's zinc, magnesium, and I think B6. Um, and it was real big in the 90s because it was like, oh, sleep better, get your gains, you know, really over the top with ZMA. Um, I haven't seen a whole shit ton more dialogue on that because it turns out that of the uh, eight people that did the study – one of them owns the company that that um, trademarked ZMA, and then the, they also so they did the study and they own the company. So there was a major conflict. Oh, no. Um, but the idea that you're going to take ZMA for sleeping and improving your you know better sleep means more gains. Uh, there's growth hormone that's released at night. So if you don't sleep well, you're missing out on the growth hormone opportunities. Um, but I've never had really great success with ZMA. Mm -hmm. I know it's out there. Um, it always gave me really funky dreams. You'll notice 
when you sleep deeper, people will be like, I'm not taking that shit anymore. I, I, I dream all kinds of crazy. Mm-hmm. That actually, if you're dreaming, that means you're sleeping. Yeah. So dream, dreams are happening at the lower levels, the deeper sleep. So yeah, you're probably having some wonk ass dreams, <laughs> but once you get over that, um, take heart that you're sleeping. sleeping. Um, you're a little weirded out, but you're <laughs> sleeping better. You're trippy. So ZMA, we didn't talk about that, but that's out there. Um, the study looks to be polluted a little bit with conflict. Um, but I don't think that's righteously um, expensive. Mm-hmm. But just take zinc and magnesium. And if you're doing a multivitamin, you'll get the uh, the B6 and stuff for the PM. Yeah. be very. It's a very well-rounded cocktail. Cocktail. That's right. Okay. Um, anything else to add? I don't think so. All right. So we'll, we'll close out with um, be consistent if you're going to take them. Mm-hmm. Understand what you're taking before you take it. Don't just take it because somebody told you to. Yep. Um there's always a reason if it's my, I want 1% gains or I want to work on mm-hmm. my natural hormone therapies or I want to reduce my you know, menstruation cramps, you know, whatever mm-hmm. it is, have a reason. And because you're doing the research, you're going to become an expert on it. That's yep. how I started with nutrition and supplements was I wanted to be an expert for me. Absolutely. And then that research will parlay into bigger, cooler things. You're going to come across something one day and you're like, holy smokes, I never knew that. You better believe it. Um, so know what you're taking. Um, make sure you're taking good shit. Don't buy it from Costco, mm-hmm. guys. Um, if it's in bulk, you get what you pay for. Yes. I mean, that's the reality of it. Good products. Um, when it comes to a multivitamin, the one that we typically recommend, we'll put the link in here, mm-hmm. but it's a uh, six caps per uh, serving mm-hmm. because there's so much in there. You can't take it in one silly pill. Mm-hmm. So multiple pills stretched out throughout the day. That's kind of the delivery methodology that goes to how do you get, because you obviously the harder, tighter capsules, they're supposed to slow digest over time throughout the day, but they don't always digest before they hit this, the big intestine and mm-hmm. you don't get everything. Um, yeah. What else? I've already talked this subject to death. So you we'll love, you love supplements. I do, man. I, I love it because um, I just don't want to find out that you're leaving anything on the table. Yes. Um, yep. If you guys uh, have any comments or questions about this, please reach out to us. Mm-hmm. Um, continue. The show's growing. Um, Yay. Yeah, we're doing pretty good on as far as um, reach and uh, total downloads. Those things are kind of fun to watch. They've grown since we've um, been really putting more energy into this season. Um, but thank you for that. If you hear something, please don't keep the show to yourself. I no. mean, it's always pretty freaking cool to me to see someone share our podcast link on social media. Yeah. It's really, uh, it's an enriching feeling for, I know for you as well. But, oh yeah, definitely. Um, it feels good that people are getting that kind of info from the program. Yes, I right. absolutely agree. Any last minute advice? No. All right, that's it. Thanks for jumping on guys. Please comment, like, and share. Um, thanks for your time. Thank you. Um, I'm not sure which one we're doing next, but. Uh, It'll be just as sexy as the others. It'll be out shortly. All right guys, have an amazing day. Later.